Thank you very much for that, Ian Wright. Appreciative to everybody who is tuned in. People deluded, I'm back again. Hope everyone's having a great Monday. Now, obviously, we have ended the month strong, people, with it, you know, February almost done. We've bounced back from a disappointing tail end of January, a poor start to February. Obviously, we've ended February on a high. We've, you know, got back to winning ways, beating Aston Villa, beating Leicester. And now we look towards March slash April. The Europa League is coming into play. I don't want to say we've got some winnable games because we've got some winnable games, but some tough games. We just need to take it step by step. But as you know, I like to review the month, people, and just humour myself with you lot because nobody's right, no one's wrong. Football is a subjective game of opinions. Please make sure you're subscribed if you haven't. You've turned on your notifications, you're commenting, you're hitting the like button. All of these things boost the YouTube algorithm. Appreciate you lot tuned in. Now, if I share my Google Doc sheet, just my little thing here, uh, player of the month. I tried to do this all off the dome. Player of the month, I'd give it to Jorginho or Zinchenko purely because now, speaking for myself, I've I try and you can see, go and look at my videos I did when Jorginho signed. Was Jorginho someone probably anyone wanted to sign? No. Was it someone people are looking at potentially as damaged goods? Potentially, is he a player with a lot of faults? Yes. But I've also also maintained I think there's a lot of good things Jorginho, if in, in case I made a mistake, can bring to this club. He's got a wealth of experience. You heard Thiago Silva's comments. You hear the minute Arteta and, and Odegaard speak about him. He's a good player technically. With how we play football, you can kind of see why he would sign. Every player's got mistakes and got faults. With Arteta's system, it kind of hides certain players' faults to a degree. So Jorginho has a wealth of experience to kind of help us. And I think, you know, if Jorginho plays bad or anyone else, you ask questions of why they played bad. If they played good, they deserve their praise. And I think Jorginho has been quality this season. Yeah, well, for Arsenal this season, in, in 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 what you know and what he signed January is one thing he's got his chance and took it everyone tried to crucify him because he came off the bench and then we conceded against Everton not that it was his fault you know we lost the City in the league in it but I think he was probably our best player on the pitch Aston Villa he had a very good game and it's unfortunate that his goal's not credited to him but the streets know that's his Leicester he was superb I think Zinchenko for all his defensive faults has been a very good player and there's obviously others as well but I would give it to Jorginho for player of the month I think Trossard's been positive in the minutes he's received he was unlucky to not have his goal against Leicester he did score score against Brentford you know he's been the January signings the two of them have done all right Kiri has not had an opportunity but you get your chance. Underperformer of the month, I would say, not in a negative way, but I'd say Xhaka, just because you know, I know you can play a lot better and it's not, it's like Xhaka was, for the vast majority of the season, Xhaka's been one of them players, when you're thinking of who really played great, collectively been doing our thing, it was like granite. There's been a couple of games now where, again, he weren't terrible against Leicester, but he's been a bit flat really, and if I'm honest, so I'll give it to Xhaka for underperformer of the of the month, but you are Mr. Consistent typically. Maybe Martinelli's had a bit of a wobble, really potentially, you know, he scored in his last two games, but maybe him, but in a nice way, this happens, isn't it? Form fluctuates, players can't be expected to do it from August all the way till May. Under player of the month, I'd give it to Gabriel. I don't think he gets enough praise as he does when he makes a mistake. Obviously, he bugged out against City, but I'd say underrated player of the month, I'd give it Gabriel. Underperformer of the month, currently, I'd say Granit Xhaka. And player of the month so far, I'd say Jorginho, people. Goal of the month, I'm not too sure, you know, because Trossard was denied a screamer. Jorginho's not credited with his. I can't remember all of them off the top of my head. 
maybe Saka's volley against Villa just because I've always wanted Saka to just start lenging the ball um, like such people. Unfortunately, when you look at our results, unfortunately, our FA Cup campaign is over. We lost to Manchester City, a rotated team where there was some positives, but fundamentally, cut the crap. We Did we win or lose? We're out of the cup. Simple as that. Against Everton, probably our worst performance of the season, potentially, or of the, of the month. We just weren't at the races. Bullied, weren't at it, you know, and it bullied defeated across all aspects. We just have to hold our hands up. We weren't good against Sean Dyche's men. Brentford, although VAR did us dirty and they did us, they've done us dirty several times. A call you want to dis disregard Trossard's goal because of Ben White's involvement on the keeper. Keepers are too protect protected. That's cool. I'm not going to debate that, even though I disagree. Cool. Why Saka hasn't been given a pen? You tell me. Why they haven't drawn lines against Brentford? You tell me. But the one thing I would say Obviously, you know, we was winning 1-0 against Brentford and VAR shagged us, but let's control the variables we can control. Because although we could have scored and probably should have scored more against Leicester, as great as we were, we won the game outright. So we're just moaning about something. It's not a bigger thing than others. And we've been done dirty several times this season and it's going to happen again. Brentford, you know, let the Leicester game. What else is there? Uh, Southampton, Gabriel Jesus, Martinelli's goal at Old Trafford. There's several in it and it's going to keep happening to us and everybody else. Um, against against Brentford, the one thing I would say is we know we can score a bit more. You know, Arteta keeps saying we need to be more efficient and effective in the final third. We are one of the Premier League's top goal scorers. We know we have the capacity to score more goals and keep better clean sheets. And we've kind of had a wobble so far in relation to that really and really, really and truly. Like we've only got one clean sheet in the league this month, which, as I said, we're a very improved defensive side. We've got to get back to that. You heard the boys in the aftermath say, Mikel Arteta said, I want my clean sheet. If I was to further scrutinise it, performance is over 90 minutes you know you look at that City game there was positives and we kind of done what we do against City we had some brain farts they took advantage obviously Tommy Asu has to hold his hands up Gabriel has to hold his hands up it is what it is it's a collective performance um but if we remember that game we were on it in the first half second half it weren't the same team really there was issues in that regard so can we perform over 90 minutes you know the gaffer probably you know when when Pep Guardiola Pep Guardiola showed why he's the master and Arteta is the apprentice, the apprentice typically outshines the master. So it's soon loading. As you remember, he changed to a back four. We had nothing there in it. Maybe Arteta could have done something there. So you know we were just you know we rotated the team against City. We let ourselves down for a K. It's always going to be disappointing for me as Arsenal fan to go out the FA Cup, but it is where it is. The only one result that I, I'm really upset with is Everton because we just weren't at the races. We were just bullied from start to finish. Brentford, frustrating because VAR's not doing its job and drawing the lines, but we probably could have scored a bit more and at best moaned about not having a clean sheet. City, there were some positives. Fundamentally, you know, we let ourselves down. Them fine margins, you have to get right. We lost. Aston Villa, you know, we felt sorry for ourselves in the first half. We showed elite mentality coming from behind and scoring these goals and doing what we're doing. You know, it was a great game for the neutrals. For Arsenal fans, I'm sure we want less emotional football. Against Leicester, I'd describe it as a complete performance. We could have scored more in the first half. We probably should have shut the game off in the first half. Maybe the last 10, 15 minutes, you know, with it being Premier League away from home, you're thinking, oh, what's, what's, what's going on here sort of thing. But we were perfect. So it is. Ended it strong in it. We've taken six points in our last two games. Well, we've taken we've taken seven points this season. Um, you know, dropped dropped five points. You know, yeah, no, I'm lying to you. Dropped six points. You know, we've taken 
yeah, wait, let me do that maths again. Three, six, that's six, seven. Obviously, you know, from a potential 15 or so points, my maths is a bit off. You know, we've dropped six points with defeat to Everton and City. And obviously, we've bounced back strongly, Villa away and Leicester away. And I always always give Arsenal extra brownie points for performing away from home. You know, Una Emre, it weren't quite that thing. Shout Emmy Martinez for that one as well. So, yeah, man, it was a tough start to the month. We've ended it strong. My challenge for Arsenal, as I'm going to allude to, it's, easy, it's easier said than done, but can we now go unbeaten until I believe our first game in April? I might be wrong. Is Liverpool away because there's fine margins. And when you look at the points we've dropped this season, if we're looking at winning this league, you know, if we're just judging it on a team getting top four, we've effing improved hella levels, you know, better away from home, more consistent, more grit, scoring better goals, defending better. When people make mistakes, we're just getting on with it. You know, good problems in terms of who's starting. Everybody's bringing something and complimenting the young players, the experienced players, whether they've been here from the start of the season or brought in Jan. If we're judging it on this unlikely title race, I don't look at the at the league table. I've never seen it. And fine margins. You probably have to take three points off City and hope they keep dropping points. Obviously, we still have some difficult grounds to go to. We still got to play Anfield. Still got to welcome Chelsea to our place. Still got to play Liverpool. Sorry, still got to welcome Chelsea to our place. You know, still got to play Newcastle. Still got to go Fulham away. Still got to play Brighton again. Still got to play Everton starting on Wednesday, people. So there's some very tough games. As you can see here, before we get onto that, my points were my thoughts were it's been a very tough month with a few flat moments at the FA Cup. Bullied against Everton. VAR did us dirty against Brentford. Uh, we battled, but we fell. It's meant to say short versus City in the league. And we've ended it strong. Ooh. Ended it strong. Improvements for me, I would say, can we get back to those extreme high standards? Because if we're fighting for the league now, you know, dropping two points against 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 Brentford. you know, I, I'm, I'm not saying you can be perfect. It happens. We're going to drop points more and more and other teams are. But could have performed a lot better against Everton. Who knows? If had we scored more goals against Brentford, that's an extra six points there really on the board. And you add in, obviously, losing at St Mary's early in the season, losing to Manchester United. You know, we've had a couple of draws, not really able to break down Newcastle's low block. Um, and there's, you know, so these are the these are the points you have to claw back because City's a team you could like remember when Liverpool were kind of perfect for a season and Liverpool and City still managed to make them finish second and they went back the next year and won it. Um so, yeah, can we get back to those high standards across all aspects? For me, defensively, one clean sheet from six games, you know, we're better than that if the mass is right. Uh, I think in, this, in the halves of games, you know, in a positive way against Villa, negatively against City, can we get back to performing well across 90 minutes is my, is my challenge. So that would also, you know, I guess filter into game management. Um, can we be more efficient and effective in the final third? You know, we've again, we scored seven goals this month, allegedly, but we can score a lot more, you know. Again, perfection is an illusion, but let's get back to that, really. But it's nice to see there is going to be wobbles and dips. We've still just been trickling up, trickling through. Positives, we're still kicking on in the league, whether that's top four or beyond. We've arrested our poor form. We've bounced back. Other players are stepping up. You know, I'm really liking what Zinchenko's doing, liking Gabriel sent off, and there's a bunch of others. Like what Trossard's doing in his minutes. Jorginho, I've kind of alluded to that at the start of the video. Um, there is more consistency over, over 90 minutes, people, even though we need second halves to win. And sometimes things go wrong. Sometimes it's how good you are at your worst. So that's something that's been there this season. Let's go. We've, main, we've maintained in touch in the league despite this blip. So it is what it is. When you look at the months ahead, my target would be ideally 12 points. But can we get 9 to 12 points? Because it's a big month now. You know, we've got some difficult games. You know, these games are a lot physically. There's been a lot of emotional games anyways, really. You know, the two games against Villa, definitely West Ham at home, 
Fulham at home, Man United at home, Leeds away. You know, there's been some emotional games, you know, really and truly, that we've had to... Ha it takes a lot out of you. So you can't just look on paper and say you're going to turn up and do these things. But we've got the Europa League coming in. It's a big test for the squad now, whether you're rotated in or out. Can we keep going? So my target would be 9 to 12 points. If in an ideal world, undefeated going into Liverpool in April, um, you know, we're in relation to Europa, if you don't know, we've got sport in Lisbon, two difficult games sandwiched in between. You know, there's not going to be that much days rest. I, I don't think it was against Leicester. It might have been against Leicester or Everton. Mikel Arteta kept alluding to it was a big performance, you know, 48 to 72 hours turnaround. I do think us football fans, we don't understand how much physically football takes it out of you. And when we do, we talk about rest for no reason, but... The next, you know, with the month ahead, that would be the target. Obviously, Europa League, I want to get to the final, as you should. You're in that. That's our only cup competition. Very disappointed we went out at the FA Cup at the first port of call. Well, first real real test. Obviously, we beat Oxford, maybe someone else, and lost to City. Uh, League Cup, it wasn't this month, but would have loved to have gone through. You know, you see, I'm sure some of you saw your United supporting friends after years of, of getting onto that cup. You know, they've ended their six-year trophy drought. It's their best club, 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 uh, cup in the world, as it is when your team win it. Not that I've seen my team win it. So, yeah, my questions would be, how will we deal with the fixture congestion? Arteta, you know, I do like the fact, I personally like the fact he keeps the same team and he does chop and change little bits, but he's going to have to rotate. You know, we've got three games in about seven odd days. You know, we've got sporting times two and sandwiched in between that is Fulham. So there is going to be rotation required and it starts against Sean Dyche's Everton. I want revenge. Simple as that. I want three points. I want revenge. We've done well in our last two games away from home. The Emirates is a fortress. It's not like there's not quite like playing at the Emirates. You look at someone like Granite Xhaka, who's been there for years. This is probably the best time that you've experienced playing at the Emirates. Maybe even Mikel Arteta, because, you know, it was toxic at times when he was a player. Um, but yeah, it starts against Everton. I will be doing a watch along for that. So make sure you join me, people. You should have seen the hyperlinks are at the end of this vid. We've got Everton at home, Bournemouth at home, Sporting Lisbon away, Fulham away. Arsenal will then play at home to Sporting and we end the month against Crystal Palace. Now, hopefully Vieira does us a favour. The first one that actually grabs my attention is Fulham away. You know, United had to fight to get three points. Chelsea struggled there. Fulham are overperforming. You know, you've got Leno and William. I'm sure they're going to want to want to haunt us. Hopefully Cedric Suarez is texting the Arsenal group chat because he's on loan there and say, you know, Marco Silva does this, that and the third. That's going to be a big test. You see him, that Manor Solomon, you, he's finding his form. Fulham are doing quite well and aspiring for Europe. Having, I swear they just got promoted. I might be wrong. But yeah, you know, I'll be real. And I hope I haven't jinxed us. Bournemouth. Okay, cool. Crystal Palace, Fulham, Sporting, Everton. We'll deal with that. No excuses to lose to Bournemouth. They're not on nothing. That is a free, free points. Provided we go out there and earn the right to play. Easiest away game. Well, it could be Chelsea away, but easiest away game Arsenal played this season. Saliba's going from outside the area. You know, Christian Moore, who's like six foot, seven foot, trying to cross the ball. Bournemouth are not on nothing. They're not on nothing. So my, my quest now is going to be easier said than done. But we've shown we can go a long period of just winning runs and things like that. Up until recently, there weren't too many L's or draws on our, on our thing. So, yeah, I want three points against Everton, definitely at home, because we need to do this thing, innit? So I want nine points at home against Palace, Bournemouth and Everton. You want to go as far as you can in the Europa League, rotated team or not. The one I'm looking at is Fulham, innit? I don't, I'm not being disrespectful to Bournemouth, to Everton, to Palace or Sporting in the Europa, not that that's relevant. Fulham is going to be a physical test. Not in terms of they're going to clamp man and things, but it's, it's not. And that Craven Cottage is difficult. I hope they have an off day, but it's going to be difficult. 
we take one game at a time and see where we, where it can get us, people. But we've got 12 points on the board potentially from the league. We've got the next round of the Europa League to potentially go in. We're in this comp. We're in, you know, football career is very short. You know, I'm sure they want to win and achieve things, you know. And when you're a young and hung, when, when you're when you're the, the Jackers, the El Nenes, the Partes, the Jorginhos, Trossard's only 28, but, you know, in the next two, three, four years, you're going to blink and be like, bloody hell, I've had quite a career. It's almost done. The young players not really won anything. Cool. Couple men have won Community Shield, FA Cup. Some people have been there where we disgraced ourselves in the Europa League final a few years ago. Anytime you're building something new, like Mikel Arteta is doing, it's infectious when you can grab a trophy because man starts smelling blood really and really and truly. That a couple of these guys are going on their first drills. So whether it's Europa League, whether it's the Premier League, not that I check the league table, let's let, let's get that in. You're seeing what Ten Hag's doing at United as well, kind of similar. 12 points up for grabs. My challenge would be 9 to 12, nothing less. And evidently doing what we can in, in against Sporting Lisbon. It goes without saying, you need to go through in it. They got a, spur, a former Spurs you in Marcus Edwards and obviously Hector Bellerin. I hope you're texting the group chat. You know, maybe Arteta's playing chess with these Banduli fullbacks. But please let me know your thoughts on the month ahead. Please let me know your thoughts on the month that we've gone through. How do you think the players are performing? Who your performer of this of the month would be? Your underperformer? Just your thoughts in general. Uh, you know, this this football is a subjective game. This is a subjective platform. No one's right. No one's wrong. We're all seeing things with different lenses. I love to do these sort of reports because it allows us to be a bit I don't even know the word, but like just, just consider everything and things like that. We're in the most important part of the season. For now, it's about from getting to March to May. And then in May, don't let yourselves down. For now, I would say, can we win all of these games? And obviously, Liverpool at Anfield, can we do what we need to do there? On that note, though, as I said, please let me know your thoughts. Check out the rest of the other content. Subscribe if you haven't. Let's boost the YouTube algorithm. You know, we're on 50, just over 50,000 subs. You know, journey to 70,000 is alive and kicking and then 100 and so on and so forth. Couldn't do it without you. Appreciative to everyone who's been supporting the journey. Appreciate everyone who supports my content. Appreciative of all of you lot tuned in. That's all I've got to say. I don't want to waste any more of your time. You lot stay blessed, stay safe. Hope you and your loved ones stay in good health. Until we meet again next time. Because the joy is that I can run back and defend you. I think it's like...